2: You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. You folks may have heard me talk about this subject just recently. This conversation for me is not easy, but it is necessary to try to help as many people as humanly possible. A friend of mine is dealing with breast cancer. This is as real as real gets. This is my podcast. Let's go. Her name is Tamara Tucci. She's a longtime WABC listener, and Tamara is set to have a double mastectomy just five days from Christmas. Tamara, joins me right now we say hello to you tamara let me start this way how
0: are you hi dominic i am doing well i uh was listening to curtis and nancy and they were talking about squirrels that's one of my favorite things to do is go feed the squirrels every day so i was glued to the uh to listening to curtis but uh, i'm doing well thank you
2: Okay, so you live in Florida, and i I want you, I understand this is very personal in nature, and thank you for for out of the kindness of your heart willing to share your story to benefit and to help others. Tell us your story, Tammy.
0: So October of this year, I was scheduled for my regular routine yearly mammogram. So I went to do that. The next day, they called me to tell me that they saw something on the pictures and they wanted to redo the pictures. So I didn't think much of it at that time. So I went for um, more photos and the spot was still there. So they said they wanted to get a better look at it and, uh, schedule me for an MRI. So I go in for the MRI and the MRI showed three more spots. So I had a total of four spots, three, three on one side, one on the other. And, um, everything just started moving quickly after that. They, I have like three different doctors now. Um, I I had an ultrasound to pinpoint exactly where all these spots were, and they scheduled um, multiple biopsies. So they had to go in, do biopsies on each spot, which was not fun, and um, it did show that all four spots were positive for cancer. And I have, it's called invasive ductal carcinoma. And I have had second opinion, other doctors look at all my scans, and I am scheduled for a double mastectomy December 20th. And I am trying to cope with it the best I can, and um, I would love anybody to give me some advice, um, suggestions. I have changed my diet. I've been exercising more. I've just changed a lot about my life. I'm I'm just trying to get through this the best I can. And so this all happened very fast, correct? Very fast. Very fast. Yeah. October, I just went for my yearly. And here we are, um, <laughs> December, going to have a double mastectomy.
2: So... When when you and I first talked, they had they had they had found the uh, the lumps, and uh, and I did what I always try to do, and that's the glass is always half full as opposed to a half empty, and to try and be positive. And then that's when they had to bring you in to do the surgical test. Am I describing this correct? Yeah,
0: the biopsies. They had to go in to um, all four spots, they had to go in and take a sample, a needle biopsy, take a sample to test it to see if it was indeed cancer. And they all came back with cancer, all four spots. And um, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because, you know, I I lead a pretty healthy lifestyle. I never smoke. I don't drink. Um, I actually cut out all caffeine. Uh, most sugars. I'm still eating a few sweets here and there, but um, I I'm trying to do everything right. And um, yeah, it's just moving so quickly. I and so I I
2: recall the first phone call. And Tammy also has a GoFundMe page, which is titled, or a friend set up a uh, GoFundMe page for her. It's titled breast cancer fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. So. Uh, calls for for all over the country are coming in right now for you tamara but okay so i I remember the uh the first phone phone call and uh and again, I was trying to stay positive, and I was about to MC an event, and I told you that, and then you told me the news, and all I could try to do was try to be strong for my friend, you, but as soon as you got off the phone, I wanted to cancel the event that I had emceeing that night, but it was, it was 30 minutes away from the event. And, and I just, I had to put on a public mask and go forward, even though I was not feeling it, uh, given that my friend, you are, are in pain, you know, on an emotional level. But, but what I'm trying to ask of you is I remember that call. Well, and then I remember, uh, and I remember when you called me back, uh, after the surgical test, we, you and I spoke the night you came home and you said that you were very medicated and in tremendous pain, and this lasted for a couple of days, and then you called me back, and you said it almost non-emotionally, you said, I have cancer, I have to uh, have a, a double mastectomy. Uh, have you have you talked to any of the professionals or, or, or is there professional help available for people dealing with situations like this do you know of
0: Well well first I just I just want to tell you I don't remember those phone calls really because I I was just stunned um I probably was a basket case but I don't know No you um, were very strong
2: you were very strong Was
0: I yes. was I I, I yes. really I I don't really remember much about it I just was like shocked Um, But as far as um, someone to talk to, so um, the hospital that I'm going through, they they do have uh, social workers, but also they pair you up with a phone mentor who has also been through this. And she's been a big help to me, telling me what supplies I'm going to need after surgery. Um, you know, something as simple as button down shirts, um, you know, because I'm not going to be able to lift my arms. Yeah. She's just been a really big help to me, but I don't think, I don't think reality has really set in yet. Um, it it probably won't until I am checking into the hospital that day, but I am doing the best that I can. I really am I'm, I'm, you know, I like I said, I, I walk every day, I exercise, I try to go to the gym at least three times a week. Um, I try to do something pleasant and just get my mind off of everything.
2: And so, w- was chemotherapy an option for you or no?
0: So, that will not be discussed until after the surgery. So, you they still have may have to, be, to deal with that. Oh. They they have to after the surgery. They will send send it to the lab to see you know if it's spread. So yeah, I don't know anything about chemotherapy right now.
2: And so we, we're we're talking about essentially a, a life saving surgery. That's the bottom line. Yes. Yes have you really thought about what's going to happen? And, and are you going to have a uh, reconstructive uh, surgery?
0: I am actually tomorrow. I meet with the plastic surgeon and they were, they're going to go over what they're going to do. I think tomorrow reality might start setting in when they, when they tell me about the reconstruction, um, I'm I'm really living in a fog these days, um, but yeah, I meet the, the plastic surgeon tomorrow and at that time he will give me a better idea of, you know, how long the recovery is going to be and uh, how long I will probably be out of work. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm dealing with. So, Please,
2: please forgive the fact that I don't know this information. But no. something you said just stood out mm-hmm. to me. You said after surgery you won't be able to lift your arms.
0: Yeah, no, because they're going to remove lymph nodes from under my arms.
2: And 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 the double mastectomy as well.
0: A double mastectomy, and they will remove. I don't know how many lymph nodes. Um, but they will remove lymph nodes from underneath both arms and armpits. And, armpit.
2: and you, 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 this started in October and October.
0: A- <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Yeah. It, it just everything. I've, I don't know how many doctor appointments I've been to, but it's just been moving quick, quick, quick. I, I will tell you one thing. Um, July, August, I started feeling very tired. I mean, I was falling asleep in my car, at my in my driver's seat, just like nodding out. And it, it's like something's not right with me. Um, I tried to donate blood a couple different times, and I couldn't donate blood because my iron was so low. And I was like, wow, something is just not right." Uh, My friends and family were saying, are you losing weight? Are you okay? And uh, so I knew something was not right with me. So that was the first indicator, but there was no pain anywhere. But um, October came around and, you know, then I said, oh, okay. Now all this makes sense.
2: But again, October, you go for your yearly exam and by December, you know, what we're in right now, a double mastectomy. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about the fact that it's five days from Christmas or just Christmas is, is not important to you at this point?
0: I, I know. And I even asked them, I said, can we not wait until after the holidays? Because, you know, I wanted to spend Christmas with my family. And they said they cannot wait. This cannot wait any longer because they don't want it to spread any further. Because if they go in now, there's a very big chance that they can get it without it spreading. So that's why they have to do it now.
2: But I do want to ask you this, and and uh, we are chatting right now with Tamara Tucci, a longtime WABC listener. Tamara has breast cancer and is set to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. Given what you've gone through, how important is it for women uh, to get screened? And if you hadn't done your screening, you wouldn't have known your situation. Correct.
0: That's correct. And let me just add that only one spot showed up on the mammogram. They did not find the other three until they did an MRI on me. So that's very concerning right there because how many, how many breast cancers are, are going undetected with just standard mammograms. If they did not do that MRI on me, they would have not caught the other three um, tumors. So that's very concerning to me. So yes, please, women go for your yearly mammogram, please. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not going to go this year because it was already October. Holidays were about to start. I was like, oh, I don't want to go do this. They've been good for the past five years or whatever, I was like, I don't need to go. I feel fine. And um, something told me, no, just go get it done. And I'm glad that I did.
2: And so am I. So am I. I'm very (laughs) glad that you went. Let's start with the telephone calls. A lot of people want to talk to you. Let's go to Loretta in Brooklyn. Good evening, Loretta.
1: Good evening, Dominic and Tamara. Uh, Sweetheart, my heart bleeds for you. Have you gotten a second opinion, third opinion, something of that nature yet?
0: I, I I have, yes, I I have. I I got second opinions, and I have actually four different doctors. I got two surgeons, I got the oncologist, and then the general practitioner. So, yes, I I've had several eyes on all my my MRIs.
1: Well, uh, we were trying to hide the the c word from my mother back then, and my my <laughs> yeah. brother. Yeah, my, my uh, she already had two strokes, and my brother took the X rays to Sloan Kettering Memorial, and uh, they confirmed what we already knew that surgery was necessary. Um, but it, it was a different situation with my mother, so Sloan Kettering is is not possible for you, right?
0: No, no. I I left New York 13 years ago. I'm a Florida resident now.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can't do much, but uh, I would like to contribute something. I don't have computer or any technology. Uh, I would like to send something, but it would have to be by check. I don't expect you to give me your address. I could send it to the station if you would let me. And um, I just need the correct spelling of your name because I don't even have a cell phone. I can't do anything other than send a check. And it wouldn't be that much. It would be what I could do. Uh, I want to feel like I can help in some way.
0: Loretta, thank you so much. And just by talking to me, you're doing more than enough. And I appreciate
2: that. Kathy in Manhattan. Good evening. What's
3: on your mind? Hi, Dominic at Tamara. Um, one thing first, my sister, um, would get her mammograms every year also. And, uh, they never saw anything showed up. And then when she was showering one day, she felt the lump. So, you know, it, you know, that it does mammograms aren't always certain, I guess is what I'm saying. But, uh, anyway, she's, she's fine. She went through all the treatment, but it wasn't a mastectomy, but you know, just sometimes you just can't find, you just don't know what's happening, you know, um, from certain tests.
2: Now, Kathy, are you, are you a breast cancer survivor?
3: You know, I'm, I call I'm a colon cancer survivor from like five years ago, but that was like, so it was the same thing. I was feeling fine. I went in for my first colonoscopy and left. I had a a malignant tumor the size of a grapefruit in my colon. Like, who who, is that all about? And all of a sudden, it was a whirlwind of doctors, and I couldn't go to Florida. You have to to do this now, and uh, it's the same thing, but I am doing well now. But that was, uh, it was an experience. I want to go to
2: Indiana, and again, Tamara, calls are coming in from all over America uh, as it relates to you uh, stepping up to reveal something very private that you have breast cancer. You said to have a double mastectomy five days from Christmas. I want to go before we take a break to Cindy in Indiana. Good evening, Cindy. Hi. You are talking uh, with Tamara Tucci and Dominic Carter.
4: Well, hi, Dominic and Tamara. Um, hi. At- hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I couldn't help. I had to call. Um, I also had... I had breast cancer and I had both of my breasts removed in 2019. And when I heard you say that the uh, someone had suggested that you wear button-down um, shirts, that's also good for pajamas as well. You want to have button-down pajamas because um, you wouldn't okay. be able to. It's you'll you'll need it from you know to. Um, it, it is true about lifting up your arms. Um, But another thing that uh, I thought about, there were um, these nurse navigators here in Indiana that were very helpful to me, and they gave me these little pillows. And what the little pillows were for was if you rode in a car and you put your seatbelt on, those little pillows would go across, um, so so you want some kind of cushioning. For when you ride in the car and maybe that person already told you about that, but, but actually, it, it no. would,
0: it, it's something I'm to writing. I'm writing that down right
4: now. So, So if you can't find like little soft pillows, these the pillows that there were people here that made the pillows. Um, Cindy,
2: as someone who's gone through this this exact situation that Tamara is about to go through five days from Christmas, as it relates to breast cancer, what is the best advice you can offer her?
4: Uh, I don't know because I believe. I've had cancer twice. I had cancer um I had Hodgkin's lymphoma when I was in my 30s and I had breast cancer just recently. So, and both of those um situations were they were very different um as far as the treatment and everything goes, but uh, my advice I guess would be to um just everybody's going to want to give you advice so and tell you how to feel or it tell you this and that. You got to feel what you feel. Feel what you feel. And if you feel like crying, cry. If you, you know, I, I've always, I felt like there were times when people were un, felt uncomfortable around me, and it, and if they probably didn't know what to say, but um, yes, if you know, but if you, you know, it, it sometimes you feel like you got to put on this happy, positive face all the time for people to so that they'll feel better. So, you take care of you cuz this this you're going to need you during this time. So, it's okay to cry, it's okay to feel be angry, it's okay to feel whatever you want to feel. And that that is the main thing that I would say because you're not you and I are different. My experience is different from what you're going to experience, and that's one thing you know. Everybody's going to be wanting to give you advice, and um, so that and and the thing that I got from those nurse navigators—they sent me like little cards and little things, and they said never give up. And so that would be my advice to you: is never give up. There's going to be days when you're going to feel bad, but never ever give up because you're you, you you can beat this you're strong, you're tough, you're gonna find strength from inside that you never knew you had and you can beat this and along with the doctors and and all the support that you're gonna get
2: tomorrow I want you to talk to Cindy before she goes and react to what she just said
4: so right now, I'm
0: in the anger and denial stage i I still can't believe this is real. I, um, I'm, I'm not happy about losing my breast, and and I, I hear what you're saying. You're, you're happy to get rid of the cancer. Yes, I want the cancer gone, but I, I'm just in denial, and I'm very angry. I, I feel that my body uh, failed me, if, if that makes sense. But, um, but I think tomorrow when I meet the plastic surgeon, I, I think I'm going to start, it's going to really start hitting me that this is real. This is about to happen.
2: I do want to ask you uh, this. How overwhelming has it been to have a breast cancer diagnosis?
0: It's very overwhelming. And um, To the last caller, I, I do want to add that I too um, am not a BRCA gene carrier. I don't have a family history of it. I, I exercise daily. I also juice. So the anger phase right now, I'm, I, I am angry at my body. I, I'm just, I will get over it. I will. But, um, so I think she understands me very well. And, uh, as far as, uh, this being overwhelming, um, I can't sleep, you know, the anxiety, Uh, I know I'm going to be out of work, I'm just wondering uh, how long it's going to take me to recover physically and mentally, Um, so it's been very overwhelming, it's been very overwhelming, and I also want to say that I have a lot of friends listening right now, (laughs) so I do want to say thank you to everybody that has contributed to my GoFundMe that my friend Monet put together for me. I thank all of you very, very much. It's greatly appreciated.
2: In your opinion, uh, how important is it for women to share their stories?
0: You know, it's different for everybody. Um, As you know, I'm a very private person. Very. So for me to do this, it's, it's very hard for me to do this and um but if if i can help one person one woman say you know what i missed my mammogram last year i i better go if i can help one person that that would mean the world to me
2: and tamara what means the world to me is that you are standing tall and brave in your attempt to beat this breast cancer and to help other women at the same time. Again, there is a GoFundMe page to benefit Tamara. Simply go to the GoFundMe page website and enter Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. And that is all the time we have for this episode Thank you, folks, for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life titled No Mama's Boy or even the Dominic Carter Bobblehead Doll, go to my website, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. If you order the book at my website rather than Amazon, I can personally sign it for you. You can catch me on 77 WABC, weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC Store. From Dominic Carter t-shirts, the hats, and much more, go to wabcradiostore.com Also, follow me on YouTube, where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcasts, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I
0: got Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.carter at WABCradio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.